Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, in case you missed it yesterday, talking about the uh, terrible decision that I made to uh, decide to start a diet uh, three weeks before Christmas. What a terrible time. Like, there's a reason people do this after Christmas is over into January and make it their New Year's resolution. Well, many of you have made some very poor decisions in the past, including Nan, who um, went to go do their laundry in an old apartment building, and it had one washer, one dryer, and it was right between two apartments. So um, I closed the door to decrease the noise only after loading the washer and trying to get back to my unit. I found out that the door was kept wide open because it would lock if it was ever closed. It was a weekday, and I was stuck in there for almost an hour because, well, this was a time well before cell phones. Yeah, I guess you never made that mistake again. And speaking of never making a mistake again, Lee's will never, ever forget her keys ever again. She said this happened almost 38 years ago. She lived with her parents, got locked out of the house after going to the Hall Strip, coming home 4 (laughs) a.m. You probably know what Lisa's talking about. She said because she didn't have her keys, she decided to try and shimmy herself through a window. Uh, eventually got in, but, uh, you know, told her parents the next day about it. And they just laughed at her. They said they were trying to teach her a lesson that she needed to be responsible and bring a house key with her anytime she wanted to leave. Turns out that the house key was at the bottom of her big purse the entire time. She says she's never forgotten her keys ever since. And the thing is, is that maybe that taught you a lesson, Lise. But I got to tell you, it's never taught me that lesson. I can't tell you how many times I have had to break into my apartment that I've been living in, in various locations. And uh, yeah, I still forget my keys all the time. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Well, we got to thank Dandy Andy for our useless fact today. As you continue to send in your facts Via text, you can send yours in to be judged tomorrow at 10.030. If you've got one that you think is great that everyone's going to love, because remember, you're going to get judged on these. All right, Dandy Andy sent this one in, and um, this is the world record for the most T-shirts ever worn. And I know that that kind of sounds a little bit boring, but this is intense. Now, originally, Ted Hastings... um, decided to set this world record and he did he 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 beat it back in uh february of 2019 and he wore 260 t-shirts at one time now um he actually beat the previous record by a couple of t-shirts and this sounds so horribly difficult to do so ted was able to put on 20 t-shirts by himself but after that he actually required assistance from a team to help him putting on t-shirts ranging in size from medium to 20x i didn't even know they could make t-shirts that big but obviously the sizes are going to need to go up as the material starts to build up they say around the 150th t-shirt mark There were some concerns about Ted's ability to breathe due to the weight of the fabric. But he was determined to beat the record. 
And he continued uh, on, and he wore 260 T-shirts at one time. Could you imagine how much that would weigh? I don't think you'd be able to stand. You'd be sitting after that. Like the thickness of the fabric. Yeah, it's it's crazy that it didn't just crush him. Unbelievable. I don't know. I also, I hope he just like donated all of those T-shirts after. I don't really know what you'd do after that. <laughs> with all of those t-shirts. Uh, but pretty interesting fact. Thank you, Dandy Andy, for sending that one in. I think I'll remember that. The most t-shirts ever worn was uh, 260 by Ted. Pretty good. All right, we got a, a 10 and a 9.5 from Sassy Kathy and Manowit. Um, River to Bomb. I am giving today's a nine because I already knew this, but when I found out, I was shocked. Okay. Uh, Karen from Barhaven. Why someone would want to do this, uh, I am not so sure, but, uh, maybe it made him look buff and that's why he liked it. <laughs> uh, she rated it this, uh, seven this morning. Phil G, pretty cool. Must be, must have looked like the Michelin man. Yeah. I don't know if he looked buff. I think he probably looked more like the Michelin man, giving it a solid nine this morning. 10 out of 10, very useless and insane from Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo. Cranky Craig says, who in their right mind ever thinks of doing these dumb things? A seven. Yeah, that too. I, I don't know where these people come up with these ideas for world records, but there you have it. That's today's useless fact. If you've got one that you want us to use tomorrow, send it in. You can text it at 10 Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Starts today for your backyard barbecue or holiday Christmas meal. If you got a big get-together, typically you would have purchased all of your plastic cutlery. Well, companies can no longer manufacture or import for sale some single-use plastic items as of today. That includes grocery bags and straws. A national ban is now in effect, and uh, items will also include cutlery, stir sticks, takeout containers... And in a year, it will also be illegal to sell them. So you might find like a drastic change at this moment, but you uh, are definitely going to start to see that change over the course of the next couple of years. And we'll have to get a new plan for your backyard barbecues and Christmas dinners with no more plastic cutlery. Now, thinking about Christmas, we are headed into uh, what is one of the busiest times to be on the roads, and it looks like it's going to be a mess on Friday, so much so that they're actually advising maybe you change your travel plans. Environment Canada has issued a special weather statement calling for a significant weather storm late this week into our holiday weekend. And here's what we know right now. The storm is going to look a lot different than what we saw last weekend um, because it's going to start as rain or snow late Thursday. Then it will transition into rain um, for most areas as we do have like a high of like seven or nine degrees on Friday. And you might think, oh, like, that's fine. That's no big, no big deal. Then the temperatures are expected to plummet on Friday, which could potentially lead to flash freeze for locations that receive a lot of that rainfall, of course, making things incredibly slick. Uh, But on top of that, they've got uh, strong winds that are uh, potentially going to pick up. They say damaging winds along with snow that may be heavy at times once that temperature drops. So Environment Canada says this is like a multi-day lake effect snow event that is 
expected to uh, into the weekend. And uh, it will be for locations east of the Great Lakes, which just so happens to be us. Now, um, we're just going to have to, you know, wait it out and see exactly what's going to happen for our area. But keep that in mind if you had plans to be traveling on Friday like myself. Not fun. Um, That's what's trending. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. I'm here to tell you there ain't nothing wrong with re-gifting as long as you follow a couple of rules. Look, I was caught on the weekend heading to a Christmas party, doing a little bit of a gift swap, and... um, well, I waited too long to order my present on Amazon, and it didn't show up before we needed to leave to go to said party. So I went looking around the house to see what I could re-gift. And it turned out that this was one of the biggest hits of the little gift exchange that we did. So every year, my uh, fiancé's mom always gifts me, like, more than enough beautiful soaps and lotions from Bed Bath & Body or like Bath & Body Works or whatever it is. Uh, You know, the stuff that smells really good, right? So she goes there and she just like buys so many that we never even go through them in the entire year. So I had uh, a lot of hand soaps and Christmas smelling lotions on hand. So I grabbed a couple of those, slapped in a bottle of wine and bing, bam, boo, re-gifted. And honestly, that gift got stolen quite a few times. Not going to lie. It was a pretty big hit. So re-gifting doesn't have to be bad. Oh, but it can be. And you've been sharing some of those stories. Feel free to text me at ten zero thirty if you have one as well. Uh, but there's just a couple of rules you need to follow when it comes to regifting. So don't get caught in this. If you too are regifting some things this year for the holidays, you should absolutely never be regifting something to someone who gave it to you. That seems like a no-brainer, but people break that rule all of the time. Never regift something that has been personalized. Can you imagine getting like a necklace that's been engraved with somebody's name or has like their initial on it and it's not your initial? It happens though. It happens. Um, Rewrapping is mandatory. So basically like don't throw it back into the same bag that you got it in. So that wrapping paper or the the bag itself is going to look a little disheveled. It's got to look nice and new and fancy, right? Like at least put a little bit of effort into it. You should be regifting in moderation. Every single gift under your Christmas tree should not be a regift because that just, you know, is probably going to end up being a disaster because there's no way that you can keep everything straight that you're not regifting to something to somebody who already gifted it to you. And you should never regift something that's clearly already been used. Say for example, a half a bottle of perfume. Yeah, that's clearly been used, and nobody wants that as a gift, (laughs) okay? Those are a few rules I think you should follow when it comes to regifting. But I want to hear, you know, if you got a good regifting story, I want to hear it. The bad ones, I want to hear it. And the ugly ones, we're going to get to those because many of these rules have been broken And we'll get to the worst offenses coming up next. Tell me yours. Give me a call 750-1100 or text it in at 10-0-30. These people have broken almost every rule in the rule book when it comes to re-gifting. Because re-gifting doesn't have to be bad as long as you follow a few select rules. And if you have somebody in your life who is constantly re-gifting you the things that you give them... 
We've got a great hack that came in from Trish, who finds herself in that position as well. But first, I mean, talking about re-gifting things, I mean, there's lots of great gift ideas that are good to re-gift. Like Nikki brings up, she's like, I've got no issue re-gifting a bottle of wine, a box of chocolates that I won't drink or eat. And think about how many of those you're going to get this season. Um, And if you're kind of, you know chocolate's not your thing or wine's not your thing. Somebody mentioned in that they just don't like rosé. So anytime they get a bottle of rosé, they will re-gift that. I mean, there's no reason of keeping something if you don't like it or won't eat it or won't drink it. So re-gift it to somebody who you think might actually enjoy that. But most of you have received some really terrible re-gifts. And that's probably why re-gifting gets such a bad rap. Like Jennifer. She said that she actually received a partially used gift card once. (laughs) Could you imagine? Say it was like a gift card. I don't know, like a gas gift card. You're thinking, great, I'm going to get a full tank of gas. Uh, Turns out there's only $2.75 left on it. Like, what? You thought you had a a $20 gift card or a $50 gift card. That would be horrible (laughs) to realize. Um, Marilyn, this person definitely broke a re-gifting rule. So she got a used bracelet with the same initial as the original owner. So... This this bracelet didn't have an M on it for Marilyn. It had some other letter on it. And on top of all of that, it was conveniently placed in a Pandora box for the hype. It clearly wasn't a Pandora bracelet. It's <laughs> just torture to somebody. What's that person going to do with a personalized gift that's not actually for them? You never re-gift personalized gifts. And Tris says that last year she gave her uncle a really nice hand-carved wooden tree. She thought, she, you know, he was going to love it. Well, she says in June, when he came to bring her some stuff from his place that he no longer wanted, one of the items was this tree that she had given him only six months earlier. And he had no idea, had no recollection that she was the one who had given uh, it to him. So he's, uh, she says that he actually used to tell her how, you know, his own mom would give him back stuff all of the time that he had given her without her knowledge. So it sounds like he's turning into her mom. And Trish says, if you have somebody like this in your life, what you need to start doing is just buying things that you yourself like. You give it to them because you know in about six months time, they're going to give it back to you. And then you got a gift that you actually like. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, it's been declared the story of the year for Canadians, the Freedom Convoy against COVID-19 health restrictions. that saw protesters take over our downtown for several weeks has been voted the uh, Canadian press news story of the year. Kind of no surprise there. And speaking of the convoy, um, there may be an attempt to have a convoy 2.0 this February back here in Ottawa. But the new police chief says that they've learned a lot from their mistakes that were made last year and things won't get to the point that they did last year if one does indeed happen this coming February. 
Another big dominating news story of the year was the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial that so many people watched. Well, Amber Heard has chosen to settle. She made the announcement just yesterday that it was a very difficult decision for her, um, but she has chosen to do so. And um, she will be giving him a million dollars. That's kind of what the settlement uh, has come to. She says, it's very important for me to say that I never chose this. I defended my truth. And in doing so, my life as I knew it was destroyed. I, uh, you know, was vilified. And on social media, everything was amplified Uh, But she does say that uh, this is an opportunity for her to emancipate herself from something that she attempted to leave six years ago on terms that she can agree to. She says, I've made no admission and this is an act of concession. So she's got no restrictions or gags with respect on her voice moving forward uh, with this. And the million dollar settlement um, what's Johnny Depp going to do with it? Well, he made the announcement shortly after they reached that settlement that he is going to be donating um, that to a number of different charities. He says it was never about money in the first place, and it was only about getting the truth out. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. Well, Stu and Andy are off. I'll be playing for both contestants this morning. We have Pat and Lori on the line, and Pat made it through first, so good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am great. How are you? Good, thanks. All right, so uh, we're inching closer to the big day, and the categories that have been sent in for us this morning from Elizabeth Stokely are the naughty list, or the nice list. So this would be characters you would find on the naughty list or characters you'd find on the nice list. I'm going to go with the nice list. Nice list. Okay. Here we go in three, two, one. It's the dad in Christmas Vacation. His name? Kevin Chase. Uh, no, the character's name. Oh, God. Okay, we can I... skip it. He steals from the rich and he gives to the poor. Oh, I'm doing bad. Uh, okay, so he's uh, he leads Santa's sleigh with the red nose. Rudolph. Yes, this is a hero, and he flies with a cape. Kryptonite is like his... Uh, uh, Superman. Yes, yes. Um, Snoopy and... Charlie Brown. Yes, I'll give you Charlie Brown there on the buzzer. Good job. Oh, God. That was terrible. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, you knew Chevy Chase, but the character he plays is Clark Griswold, is what we were That's looking it. for. That's it. <laughs> and Robin Hood steals from the rich and gives to the poor. Um, oh my! But it's okay. You ended up with three. These are tricky categories. I'll give you. Oh I'll give you that much. Okay. So hang on the line and see how this holds up. And we're going to go over to Lori. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Go okay. So we have the naughty list is our category, and these are characters that you would find on the naughty list. Okay. Yep. Okay. Here we go in a three. Two, one. The guy who says, Luke, I am your father. Oh, my gosh. Um, pass for now. Okay, um, he's the villain in the Harry Potter series. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, you're close. Baltimore. Yes, there you go. Um, she's got 101 Dalmatians. 
Oh, Cruella DeVille. Yes. Um, this guy's like the, the Christmas past, present, and future. Scrooge. Yes. Um, the green guy at Christmas. The Grinch. Yes. And um, this guy's got like a big smile. Um, and he's... The Joker. Yes. And... Ah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you did fantastic there. We ended up with a five. Oh, great. That's all you needed for the win. So congratulations. Thank you. And uh, you have just won yourself a fun little Move 100 swag prize bag. So oh, great. got some goodies in there for you. Great. Thank you so much. Congratulations, Lori. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Yola, this is Janelle calling from Move 100. Yeah. So, um, I have just been admiring your Christmas display in your home. Oh my gosh. And I think all of Ottawa has been as well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, is it true that you actually have 150 sheep that you have hand glued together yes. to lead toward the major in your little Christmas display? Yes. Wow. 150 sheep and 150 uh, birds in the tree. Really? So, yeah. how long does it take you to put that together? One day. Just one, one day. day. Oh, yeah. man. Well, it is absolutely breathtaking, and it's no surprise that your entire family and all of your guests look forward to your Christmas display year after year. Yeah. I have got some fantastic news for you, Yola. You are our big winner of the Move 100 CTV $10,000 Lazy oh, Boy Holiday Room Makeover. <laughs> Look at the kids because they know how much I love the Christmas and how much I love to do the Well, it pays off. I think your daughter um, may have entered you in for the competition, right? Yeah. I want to let you talk to her. Hi there. Um, is this Amanda? Yes, it is. She's so happy. Oh, well, uh, well deserved, I would say. She, I can't believe it only takes her a day to put that little display together. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's a Christmas miracle. We were <laughs> looking for new furniture, so I think it's a sign. Well, I think $10,000 from Lazy Boy is going to go a long way at the house. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are very welcome. I hope you guys enjoy that, and Merry Christmas. Thank you. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, the Backyard Barbecue bashes are going to look a little different uh, when all of these rules kind of go into place and we start to see fewer and fewer uh, single-use plastics. I mean, which is good for the environment, but that just also means we're going to have to change our habits. And you should start changing them now. As of today, companies can no longer manufacture or import um, sale for single-use plastic items, including grocery bags, straws, cutlery, stir sticks, and takeout containers. So you're going to start to notice that your takeout containers are going to be, you know, made of things like cardboard or paper. Um, And in a year, it will also be illegal to sell those single-use plastic items. So, um, you know, now is the time to go out there and get your set, uh, self a set of like reusable straws. I know I already have the metal ones at home, just a little straw cleaner and you're good to go. Um, and, and start investing in things like that because instead of 
grabbing all of that plastic stuff for your backyard barbecue bash or maybe even your Christmas dinner. Um, we're moving away from that. We're not doing that anymore. And you're not going to be able to do it anymore, regardless of if you want to or not. And uh, Tom Cruise, this man, we saw a video uh, that went viral yesterday of him where he's just simply jumping out of a plane super casually, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and thank you and letting everyone know that they are in the midst of filming Mission Impossible 2. I think it was over the coast of South Africa. Well, they've released another video, and this might be the biggest stunt in cinema history that Tom Cruise has done for the latest Mission Impossible movie. And these things take a long time to get just right for, what, maybe a 30-second clip in the movie? So Paramount Pictures released this behind-the-scenes video of him doing this death-defying stunt um, for a single scene in the film. He basically rides a motorcycle off a massive cliff before jumping off and pulling a a parachute and landing safely. Well, he did it, but it also took 500 jumps from a plane to practice, multiple attempts at the motorcycle jump, um, the construction of the ramp itself hanging over a cliff is just unbelievable, and some very advanced technology to predict his trajectory so that, you know, they can get the right shot, because you only really get one shot. He could literally die doing this stunt, and you can see the crew, like, (gasps) holding their breath until he finally makes it to safety. But he did it, and it's one of the biggest stunts in cinema history. You can look forward to it on the big screen with Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, next July. And then they have Part 2 following uh, June of 2024. That's what's trending, brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, we are less than a week away until Christmas, and there are still about 230 Ottawa households waiting to hear if the Caring and Sharing Exchange can provide them with a warm meal for the holidays. Now, this is a 107-year-old Christmas exchange program that provides community members in need, most of them uh, seniors and children, with food assistance in the form of either a voucher or a food hamper. And as we know, um, demand has been higher than ever, especially with the rising costs of food. Over the past year, with inflation, uh, the executive director, Cindy, says that almost 25,000 individuals from nearly 8,000 households turn to the Christmas exchange for help. And there are a lot of people in need right now, and we would love for everybody to be able to celebrate Christmas. So um, there's been a 30% increase over the last year for the program and they are just trying to keep up with the demand. So if at all you are able to donate ahead of this as they are trying to, you know, feed all of those families, um, you can check out their website. You can donate to the Caring and Sharing Exchange online. You can also uh, sign up to become a sponsor for a hamper, whatever it is you'd like to do. Their website is caringandsharing.ca. And that's all the feels 